Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and yeah. Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. We have some breaking news in just a second. Breaking news in just a second. College football-related breaking news. First, let me tell you about I Think Financial. Our community needs your help. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. Improve the lives of children and families in our communities. Each year, the I Think Community Foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, treats, and a special guest from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch. Call 800-873-5100. I think financial. I think fi.org. Stone, could you please give me a little pre-production for some breaking news? Breaking news on ESPN 1063 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. So we found out yesterday, Theo, that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan have just decided to eat the three-game suspension that will last through the end of the regular season. The Big Ten says that will be the extent of the punishment, the litigation. It's not going to go to the courts. And it's not going to be open to any further investigation. Everything is done. Jim Harbaugh, once the Michigan game concludes, or once the Ohio State game concludes, is back on the sideline for Michigan. It all seemed abrupt because today, Jim Harbaugh was supposed to be in court to fight to get back on the sideline. And then all of a sudden it was, hey, we're good. We're good. We'll take it. Um, That's the right move. Yeah. So then this morning... Michigan promptly uh, dismissed all of its its lawsuit paperwork against the NCAA. That went away, uh, and people were wondering, man, why would why would Michigan be so so quick to just hey, we're good, we're good, we're good. Let's just let it go. Let's just let it go. Mm-hmm. Well, according to Dan Wetzel of Yahoo. Breaking. The NCAA presented Michigan evidence that points to a UM booster named Uncle T as having partially funded the scouting scheme and an assistant coach now fired Chris Partridge, linebackers coach, as attempting to destroy computer evidence, sources tell Yahoo. Mm, Smoking gun. So Michigan was apparently trying to destroy (laughs) evidence. They did fire their linebackers coach, Chris Partridge, today. So all in all, here's what I'll declare. In in a scandal that took over the last month, Connor Stallions, a name that'll go down in college football infamy, when all is said and done, this will end up being a win for Michigan. Yeah. It's clear. They did something. They knew they were working outside the bounds (laughs) of of the rules. Let let, uh, let Uncle Jim take his three-game suspension, Mm -hmm. try and get through the regular season unscathed. And just move on. And you know what? I'm actually okay with it. I'm fine with it because what would happen if this lingered and continued and dragged on? Then it would be time to look at other Big Ten schools. Yeah. About what they were doing outside the bounds of the rules in the NCAA, which Michigan would have no problem continuing out. But it would be a problem for me and you and Stone because it would be endlessly tedious and annoying. I'm actually sort of happy. Oh, it's unfair. Michigan got away with something. Again. If you're a high-profile program, you've been doing something similar. Michigan, they, uh, in a dumbass way, got themselves caught. But you know what? 
They're not isolated in this, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not some uh, transcendent thing in the sport of college football. I'm glad it's over. I, I cannot say enough how thankful I am. I mean, this could this is something that could get the Miami Hurricanes down the line, Ohio State, all the Big Ten schools could have got wrapped up in it. And it's funny uh, how, how different that tone is when the NCAA calls them over and the judge calls them over and says, hey, buddy, we could take this to trial. Yeah. Uh, but here's what we have on you. Let me just show you a couple of these things that will come out once we take this to trial. They're like, you know what? Three games ain't it that. It seems fair. You know, I, you know, I ain't really tripping on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we actually we went back. We thought about it. And, you know, well, like we're we're okay with this. We respect Ooh. you. We respect uh, the 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 way this went down. So uh, we're good. All right, you good. It, All right. But Ken, does it not worry you that it, I'm starting to think like, what are the skeletons? What are some of the skeletons we don't know about that are in Michigan's closet or other schools' <laughs> closet where everybody just agreed we're going to take this three what games? What if there suspension? are actual skeletons? Maybe that's Real the problem. Uh, guys, yeah. don't look over there. Don't don't look over there. Uh, we'll let Coach Harbaugh take his suspension. We're okay, we're, we're fine. Everything's fine. Um, real quick, social media, in your opinion, sideline reporters are, Mike says, more annoying since they started stopping coaches and asking them questions in the middle of the game. It was much better before that was league mandated. They used to only interview after the game and on pre-tamed segments from earlier in the week. Jake says sideline reporters are misused. Chris, they're doing a job just like us. Thanks. Uh, James, <laughs> sideline reporters are solid when they report on injuries or actual exchanges from the sidelines. I agree with that. Julio said sideline reporters are entertainment. Uh, Mike, they're valuable assets to a broadcast when they provide insight and information that the play-by-play announcer and analyst can't provide them from the booth. Agreed, but we need more of that. We need more of that, okay? Uh, Keith says they're worthless. Oh, I generally like the action of any game being reported, but some of the broadcasts now sound like a contest on who can talk the most. If I was a coach, I'd really hate those inane questions asked as they're headed to the locker room at halftime. Must be getting old. And then Big Harry Dude says sideline reporters are a waste of salary. So we're all across the spectrum yeah, today, lot. kids. It's a lot. Um, but again, it's the comments like that last one. They're a waste of salary. Or that, the comments like they're eye candy. That trigger, and I understand that. That's what triggered... But that's what I, I don't. I don't want y'all to think that these and some of them are attacking Krista Thompson. But a lot of this is because they don't like that Krista Thompson but fueled the fire of me, what people think about their but, job. But with that, it's this holier than thou moral high horse. I don't operate like that. I would never do that. As if they're deities in the sideline reporting world. And I promise you can find with some of these people that are holding themselves up as the sideline reporting journalistic standard that they have in their past cut some corners yeah. or done something unethical but as guess well. What they're not I doing. hate when people get on their high horse and I hate when people act holier than thou. That drives me crazy and that's been my biggest hang up with this whole thing. They're, they're just trying to defend their industry. They're just trying to defend their own credibility and their own integrity because what Carissa Thompson says, again, belittles what they do. So, But you're right. I mean, many of us, like the, for all of us, have, have, have fallen short. Mm-hmm. We've all sinned. I do it every, every second. Yeah. So I, I don't want I don't want this to get taken out of proportion. And also, let's be honest, guys. Again, on this Friday afternoon uh, in sports, the reason why this is taking so much of the headlines and whatnot is because yeah. there just isn't. What, what are we going to talk about? Mark Andrews getting hip dropped, injured. Like nobody no. wants to have the injury conversation right now. I will say, I will say, maybe if Carissa Thompson was more of a journalist, she would have seen the footage of Joe Burrow with the splint mm. on his wrist walking into the stadium she last did. night. I mean, Carissa, come on, come on, you're big time <laughs> now. You got to do that job. Uh, but uh, uh, Joe Burrow, the NFL is going to investigate yeah. if Joe Burrow was hurt. 
and it wasn't on the injury report before he left the game last night. Are the yeah. Bengals doing something nefarious? All in all, I'm convinced we're never going to have a good Thursday night game. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway from last night. One, yeah. the Bengals are in big, big bleep, big, big trouble. Uh, and uh, we're never going to get a good Thursday night game. That was that was our one shot at this thing, and, uh, and it's gone by the wayside. You know what I was thinking, though, Theo? You know how we got in the heated conversation yesterday, you and me versus Stone, about uh, the Jets uh, sticking with Zach Wilson? Stone says, oh, who are you going to go get? Who are you going to go get? Who are you going to go get? Uh, they, they stuck with Zach Wilson. He knows the system, knows the system. Like, he was very pro Jets, Zach Wilson, whatever, man. Like, they're still in a spot where they can make the playoffs. Our point was, if you got anybody remotely competent, which shouldn't be hard because uh, you can almost take anybody in the NFL stable of quarterbacks and replace Zach Wilson with them, and I think that you're in a better spot. Our point was they stayed put. They had from week one through the trade deadline to find some sort of solution for a struggling bad Zach Wilson who clearly ain't it, um, and they didn't do it, and that was malpractice. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking last night? You've had Deshaun Watson uh, go down, quarterback, starting quarterback, contender, Cleveland Browns, and then who knows? There's some speculation that this might be a significant wrist injury for Joe Burrow. He yeah. can't even uh, he can't even grip the football. So there's another AFC contender out of the picture. Okay, mm-hmm. so no Burrow, no Watson, two teams clear uh, that might not make the postseason. If you had anybody with any firing synapses in their brain that could play quarterback and replace Zach Wilson, the Jets would easily make the postseason in the most improbable way possible, which makes it even more egregious now in retrospect that they didn't do anything. What's funny is the other side of the token, right? Like the Jets are somewhat being rewarded for their inaction. Uh, That is another way to look at it. That's true. They've taken – because if they took advantage of it, then we could be talking about them fighting for the two seed, the three seed. Instead, they might sneak in as a seven or six seed here. As a sub-500 team? Show me sub-500 Jets team getting in? Just because Mm -hmm. it's a war of attrition at this point. Oh, man. The Chargers, Bills, and Bengals, I think, as it stands right now, are all on the outside looking in in the AFC, uh, you know, wild card chase? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm super pumped. The Bengals are five and five. It just opens up the window a little bigger for the Jets to get on in but there what, and what? get nice and cozy. And then too, I think Joe Burrow going down and, and Jake Browning having some success proved to us further that what? Joe Burrow's just a system quarterback. <laughs> so I mean, I think there are a lot of things that I learned from last night uh, that yeah. further yeah. point to the yeah. Jets. Uh, okay, kind of being on the up and up. No, but a lot on the horizon, you baby. Don't you think about like yes, the teams are, are 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 paving the way for the Jets to have success, but don't you just wish the Jets would pave the way a little bit themselves? I will say this: if the Jets get in sub five hundred because Josh Allen has forgotten how to play football, and because Joe Burrow's hurt, and because Deshaun Watson's done for the year, if the Jets get in sub five hundred, and then all of a sudden magically Aaron Rodgers is ready to play, he should not be allowed. Whoa! To play, he didn't have anything to do <laughs> with the Jets in the regular season. You had to back your way into the postseason. Aaron Rodgers should not be allowed to play yeah. in the postseason. The NFL needs to start. How about looking ahead? Little forethought. The NFL needs to start preparing for this possibility. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, it is not fair. Should not be allowed to play in the postseason. Hold him accountable. Hashtag journalism. Yeah, that's right. That that right there. Yeah. That right there. That's journalism. Where are you at, Raj? Where are you at, Raj? <laughs> Journalism can. He's put his journalism cap on it. He's coming for you. Uh, the Dolphins in action Sunday against the Raiders, coming back from their bye, first place in the AFC East by multiple games, I may point out. Uh, the Raiders uh, with Antonio Pers- uh, Pierce and Purse, their interim head coach, uh, their identity now is winning against bad teams and uh, lighting up cigars in the oh, locker yeah. room. Oh, yeah. Lighting up cigars in the locker room. Uh, now, 
Speaking of cigars, I don't know if you heard this, uh, Theo the, and Stone. I think you would have heard this. This is at the uh, the D two level, uh, Ferris State out of Michigan. I saw it. Uh, this is according to the Mining Journal out of Michigan. Uh, defending champion Ferris State will play Division two football playoff game Saturday without its coach because he's been suspended for players lighting cigars in the locker room after winning a national title last year. Uh, that's a, apparently a no-no in D2. Can't light cigars, and he is being suspended for it. Now, it's a vast departure from what we see with, well, the Raiders. They've beaten the, the, the Giants and the Jets celebrating yeah. cigars. Murderers row. Yeah. Uh, big Apple sweet. Yeah. And, and obviously, Tennessee, Alabama, cigars are a big thing. Uh, in Alabama this year, when they beat Tennessee, people throughout the stadium lighting up cigars. It's a tradition, cigar smoking. I'm going to say something, admit something right now that's probably going to make a lot of you out there listening and maybe both of you in this room think a lot less of me if you didn't already think a lot less of me. And it may result in you thinking I'm less of a man. And you know what? That's fine. I'm an open book. Yes. Yeah. Just, just rip off the Band-Aid already. I hate cigars. I hate the smell. Mm. I hate smoking them. I hate the size of them. <laughs> I hate the way they leave a room smelling after you're done for hours and or days. I hate cigars. Yeah. And I think that it's very rude if you don't like cigars and you're on a football team to have to endure cloud of smoke and the smell that cigars are responsible for when your team is celebrating something. I find cigars to be disgusting. Let me first start off by asking what color is the thong that you're wearing today? I wore the extra tight one that gets up in the crack. It's crap by you. Also, I hate cigars. I mean, we're not going to sit here and talk about Ferris State. Uh, I'd imagine 98% of people out there have no idea what Ferris State is. Go Cowboys. They are. The Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> they are a uh, uh, perennial national championship contending team mm-hmm. at the Division II level. So this, this, this story um, is going to eventually blow up into something a lot bigger because they contend they have beaten a Division One team this they're year. They're probably like going to be smoking more cigars. They have to do like, it. Like they're it, really, man. really, really good. Yeah. So, so there's more to this story. I just, you know, wanted to throw a little tidbit in there. But, yeah, I hate your cigar take. Can I say something about cigars? Yeah. Another big win for Big Tobacco, am I right? I mean, these guys are unstoppable. These guys are unstoppable. Go Big Tobacco. All right, that's it. All right. I mean, they're, they're undefeated. I'm just saying, like, yeah. back then, like – Every t- every turn, everybody's like, "Hey, this stuff's killing you, man. Hey, we shouldn't do this." There's ad campaigns. There's say no to smoking, and tobacco prevails. They put it in everything, and it, I'm just saying, tobacco's been doing this since we got to America, or they got to America. Are you a cigar guy? No, I'm just I just was applauding some good, you know, capitalism. Um, I'm a cigar. Guy. Tobacco keeps yeah. re- resurfacing in, in different ways and repopularizing itself, like. The fact that people our age now think it's cool to light up cigars is, is a big win for Big Tobacco. I, um, I just think it's so... I almost think cigars at times are pretentious. And I think sometimes maybe that's it's meant like to be. by design yeah. what the, you know, big fat cat smoking <laughs> a cigar, mahogany total, table. It's yes. totally the entire point. That's it's the entire about point the of this pretentiousness. It's um, about the Once you become vibe. addicted in the guys who chew on them, yeah, it's a whole other story, right? Yes. They're smoking it to get their fix. But, uh, I mean, with, with guys, I'm not going to call Howard Schnellenberger your idol, but as, you yeah, know, mentor. I'd take pipe smoke to, over cigar smoke any day of my life. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It smells significantly different. It's, it's a, a good sweet smell. smell. Are, you a, yeah. are you a smell guy? Ugh, I got to move over because kind of. he's smoking. Kind of. I enjoy but it. I don't, but it's not like I go, I do the thing where I'm like, ugh, and openly am shaming that person. Like, I get it. Fine. Like, people smoke, um, uh, and you deal with it. 
but I don't like cigar smoke. I, I just think it's gross. I, it's I hate how it makes your clothes cigarettes. smell. It's I, better than cigarettes. I, yeah, it. I just my, hate it. If I'm walking on the sidewalk and, and, and a couple of homies are doing construction on a site right next to me, I'll pop in. Hey, anybody got a square? <laughs> and you just, you know, you get to puffing oh, okay. and chit-chatting what's going on, uh-huh. um, all this and all that. I, I think it's a, a social thing as well. I also think that why kind of plays into why you don't like it, right? You don't want to talk to people. When no. you do get in a little smoke circle, it's, puffing no, guards. because I'll grab a tequila and love to get in a conversation yeah. circle. That's fine. Take yeah, but shots. I don't have a, I have no problem with, with weed. I'm good with that. But cigars, I just, it's so heavy and thick and gross and smelly. Like, I can't do it. Yeah. But like the Raiders, they've made that their personality now. Um, I, I'm sickened by the thought of them being in the locker room at Hard Rock Stadium celebrating a win over the Dolphins on Sunday with cigar smoke pouring out well, of the, the locker room. Well, Max Crosby was smoking wasn't a cigar. <laughs> that, that was a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, talk, we're talking about things that are, you know, if some of the audience doesn't under doesn't know, hadn't seen it, yeah, yeah. you got to find that Max Crosby video yeah, out there if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's, it's just as blatant as could yeah. possibly be. Yeah. He obviously just had it sitting in his locker, I suppose. Right. Right. It's he pretty insane. Snoop, it is pretty Snoop insane. Snoop Khalifa level yeah. type. It is crazy. Could, in your face. We could do another breaking news of, of Snoop Dogg, too, today. Oh, he, yeah. I, I have a theory that that's part of some sort of... Of course. Of, of course. It's yeah. part of a bit. There's no doubt. There's no way. It, like, how old is he now with Snoop? Like, 60s? He's, He's in his 60s. 50. He's past Yeah, there's 50, no yeah. way that dude's quitting smoking weed past uh, no. 50 or 60 years old. It's not happening. Am I pathetic because I hate cigars? Am I less of a man because I hate cigars. I genuinely want to know. I'll take whatever criticism you have of me or support. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Am I pathetic or less of a man because I hate cigars? And dude has started us off uh, on social media with a big old all caps. Yes. Oh, with wow. Multiple exclamation marks. Cool. Am I pathetic because I hate cigars? 888-760-3776. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Join Yingling and ESPN West Palm Sunday, November 19th. That's this Sunday. Pirates well in Palm Beach Gardens for your NFL football action. Enjoy $3 drafts of Yingling flight when you come hang out from 1 to 3. While you're there, register to win some awesome prizes like game day tickets to one of the local teams or a branded Yingling cooler. And yes, it comes with beer. you got to be 21 or over. Presented by Yingling. America's oldest brewery. Please drink responsibly. Yingling, ESPN West Palm, Pirates Well, Palm Beach Gardens, Sunday from 1 to 3. Hey, EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. For your AC needs, for your air quality needs, for your plumbing needs, it's EDS. Become a gold member. With that, you are multiple times throughout the year going to have a technician from EDS come through. Make sure everything is working well. Make sure the ducts are clear. Make sure the AC unit's firing well. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Theo, he is a satisfied customer. Palm Beach County, surrounding areas. And if it's after hours, which all of these AC catastrophes tend to always happen after hours. I don't know why. Just part of the way life works. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. Am I pathetic because I hate cigars? Am I pathetic because I hate cigars? The 
Las Vegas Raiders coming in a Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday to take on the Dolphins. And one of the storylines to me is that they're now the team that smokes cigars after every win. They have, uh, they have bucked conventional norms and they celebrate with cigars after every single victory. Uh, Alabama, Tennessee, that SEC rivalry is one based on smoking cigars at the expense of, of your opponent. Uh, Chris messages in, they're the worst. Guys like Stone don't actually like them either because they think they're cool because of them. I think you're cool, Stone. How about that, Stone? Stone? Cool guy. What's his name? Mr. Cool Guy, Chris. Chris. Here's what I'll tell Chris. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Waiting. (laughs) Well, I'm just like... Oh, okay. you got to build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen in, Chris. Lean in. Yeah, lean in, right? Give him some time to Turn the dial up. I was getting ready to get reckless, give him our address where we're at right now, but I've told plenty of callers and people on Please social this before. Please don't encourage fighting. You can come find us. No, don't no, find right Stone. Don't find right, me. Right at that front door. I don't want that. I'll be the first to come open it for you and punch you square in your teeth. No, Stone is not saying Stone, that. you can't condone violence on the air. You can't pick violent fights on the air. You can't am do I, that. You am, can't am, do that. Am I coming off, uh, coming off across as the guy's like, yeah, man. Cigars are like really cool, you know. Like no, but didn't cigars you say, are like undeniably cool. <laughs> didn't you say pretentiousness is like at the base of why yeah. one would smoke a cigar? Yeah, in the '30s when uh, Cronkite got off the air and, and he took a smoke break outside, like that's when it was like pretentious <laughs> and cool. Now, I believe you dropped a Cronkite on he me. He did. And then he dated him way. way uh, I actually think that's uh, that actually might be too early for Walter. That's early. Cronkite. That's too early for Walter Cronkite, dude. Yeah. He was not reporting he, on the Great Depression. Even like, the earliest parts of his career. Yeah, like eighty-five cigars. That's Chad Ochocinco's line. Free pub, Chad. If you're out there, I know you do. You, you venture around West Palm. <laughs> Cam Newton uh, has his cigar line. Like, it, 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 I mean, it's, it's cool. I, I, you don't knock it. Red Arba. Uh, well, how about this? This is according to Wikipedia. Bear Bryant. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Cronkite left college in his junior year in the fall term of 1935 after starting a series of newspaper reporting oh. jobs covering news and sports. So, so in, in 30s, he was doing it. He was doing it. And he entered broadcasting as a radio announcer in Oklahoma in 1936. Nice. All right, Stone. All right. I know my stuff, Chris. I know my Cronkite. Again, just last last little thing, Chris. Pull up. Cronkite. No, that stop, sounds a little deep cut. Stop telling Stone's people to pull up. Yeah, Stone's a journalist. Yeah, yeah that's a, a, I, I'm very. I love that you brought up a Walter Cronkite but drop right appreciate there. It. Can yeah. you do me a favor? Can you stop listening, Chris? Me, Theo, and Ken. No, no, us three. No, us three. Verse one. You bring your two boys. Stop. No, it don't matter. Stone. I want no part of. Them. I don't want to get into a physical I, altercation. I have no desire to do that. I got a bachelor trip in a couple weeks. Who's the weak link in a fight? Who do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Who do you think? The guy who doesn't like cigars. Yeah. Yeah, come on, dude. Uh, Dave says, uh, you're not pathetic because you hate cigars. Or no, hold on. Am I pathetic because I hate cigars? Not because you hate cigars. He's saying you're pathetic. (laughs) Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Andrew, pathetic. No, a little less manly? Perhaps. Uh, Daniel says, yes, you're pathetic. Uh, And David, not if you smoke them anyway. Mm. But you don't. Which I don't. Which I definitely. So he's saying you are pathetic. Yeah, yeah, in a roundabout way. So I think what we've surmised from this is that the male population largely thinks that I'm less of a man and pathetic because I don't smoke cigars, and don't like cigars. Not smoke. Don't don't like. like Yeah. Yeah. All good. Teach their own, right? To each their own. That's right. That's what they say. Uh, real quick. Uh, what do you think about the hip drop, ta- uh, hip drop tackle, Stone? Are we allowed to tackle anymore in sports? Because after uh, Mark Edwards went out last night, he uh, he's done for the year ankle. 
ankle injury for the Ravens. Done for the year, right? I got that yep, right? Yep. Okay, done for the year. Uh, hip drop tackle. He fell victim to that. Uh, there's been some discussion the last couple of weeks in the NFL about outlawing it. Um, at what point do we just stop tackling in the NFL? It's really tough, and it's especially a tough break for Mark Edwards, who you shouted out there, the tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mark Edwards, what is he ever going to do now? He, he can't be I stopped. He can't. Mark Andrews, I'm sorry. Did uh, I say Edwards? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. Uh, it's a really tough position because... Hope your ankle's okay, Mark Edwards. The tight end whoever you are. was going to score if he didn't hit drop tackle him, right? That's the argument to make. Like, it, it's hard to tackle guys He's from behind. He's also a big, gigantic man. He's a big, gigantic man. Now... I just, I personally have a problem. Like, this one's not to be discussed, the, the hip drop last night, because there's really nothing he can do. You got to stop him from finding pay dirt. Like, there's, that's what you got to do. But the players don't want the hip drop implemented. The people upstairs are telling them to use the hip drop. They want to be tackled up high. Now, there was a really bad targeting last night in the pit well, Boston College the, game. But, like, the, these players want to be tapped up high. The so, like, offensive listen. players want to be hit up high. Yeah. The defensive players have a job, a prerogative to just take these players to the ground, these offensive players to the ground, yeah. and that's where the problem arises. I just don't understand how long we can go with the players wanting one thing and not being given that one but, thing. Uh, but Only half of the players, though. We need to talk to the defensive players and see yeah. if they're cool with it. How, how are we – like, here's the thing. We can ask the players all we want, how we want the game to be played, but – if it gets to a point where the game doesn't resemble the game anymore, then it's a problem. If we are litigating everything out of the game and turning it into something that it's not at its core, I think that diminishes the game. Am I wrong? I mean, the game is the game, baby. I like how you, you started like you started evolving this into something else, which is um, you think that maybe we're shifting towards what people say, flag, football, or no tackling. It's just sort of, if we start, if we say you can only hit someone above the waist, what do we? We might as well just not play defense anymore. They used to wear like leather caps as helmets, so the game's going to change and it's going to continue to evolve. Um, but I don't know if you can ever litigate the hip drop out of there. And how do That's you officiate that if if it's fifteen yard penalty with Mark Andrews time, is still out for the season? Right, right, but in, yeah, exactly. And in real time, <laughs> sometimes it's real hard to identify a hip drop tackle. It, for me, as it well. is honestly. For me, I was like. I had to watch it back and be like, oh, so that was a dirty play then. Yeah. Well, Stone, I mean, you made a face like it should be pretty easy. Maybe I'm a dumbass. I don't know. Yeah. But I just feel like he, reached, he just tried to take it. We, we can't hit too high. We can't hit too low. We can't hit the quarterback at all. We can't hit the quarterback uh, after one step. We we can't hip drop now, or at least that's what uh, the, the, the discussion is. Yeah, I don't know. lie about what coaches are saying. What are we what are we doing? Here? <laughs> Sports change, man. Yeah, so the head drop, these players are being taught to lose your legs. Anytime you can wrap, lose your legs. No matter where you're at, what angle it is, lose your legs. So drop. You can get Bring that dragged, weight down. So right. you can just get dragged. Basically get drowned. It's your body weight against his body weight, depending on you know what kind of momentum oh, he has. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. To just, you, still, that's you grab him and you just drop. You just lose but your still, legs. But Wherever but you can, you're just going to drop. The point of the sport is to get the ball carrier to the ground. Oof. Like I just don't... And I, don't I, I, I think the, the worst... One, there's the hip drop conversation's boring because there's really nothing you can do and there's nothing that's going to be done. The body weight on a quarterback, that's got to go. Uh, that's got to go, yeah. It's got to go, man. Uh, these defenders, defensive linemen, guys in the trenches. When Yeah, these guys are 320 pounds. Yeah. And you mean you're gonna, they're, they're going to act like some sort of spry cat <laughs> and pull their body off of the quarterback? <laughs> like, stop, man. You're lucky that they're even peeling themselves off of the right. turf after an hour straight up just bashing <laughs> into each other. Yeah. Um, it, it's tough. The body weight on the quarterback is the most annoying one. Targeting, though, I think last night the Pitt and Boston College game was a good example. That was the most egregious example of targeting I've ever seen, and, by the way. And it was to be noted, right? Because that's what real targeting is. 
And anytime a player can lean with his shoulder or go with a different body part, don't throw the flag. Last night was a good example on what is targeting and when to call it. The hip drop conversation, though, is, is super boring because we're just going to be talking at the wall. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Nothing. So why don't we uh, start feeling hot and tingly? How about that? I'll, I'll tell you what it is in just a second. Join Tolomore Dewey, ESPN West Palm. Tomorrow, my God, tomorrow at O'Shea's in West Palm Beach, 6 to 8 for all your college football action. Come watch your favorite game while sipping on some Tullamore Dew drink specials like a Dew and a Brew or an Irish Tolly Ginger. While you're there, you can also register to win some awesome prizes, including tickets to your favorite local teams and a branded Tullamore Dew cooler. Tullamore Dew, the original triple blend Irish whiskey, must be 21 or over. And guys, for good measure, let's do it. One, two, three. Tullamore, Tullamore, Tullamore Dew. Hey! Do you love fantasy football? Do you love feeling scintillated? Oh, yeah. Do you love feeling tingly in the nether regions? Well, I tell oh, you yeah. what, Theo Dorsey, he's got his finger on the pulse and other oh, things yeah. when it comes to fantasy football. It is time for Theo Dorsey to fulfill your football fantasies as we wrap up a week of Lavica Theo and Stone. Make sure you're sitting down for this. He's oh, Theo Dorsey. Yeah. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Tullamore Dewey, ESPN West Palm. Tomorrow, 1-2-3 to Turo, West Palm, 3-30 to 5-30. All your college football action. Come watch your favorite game. Sip on some Tullamore Dew drink specials like a Dew and a Brew or an Espresso Tully Martini. While you're there, register to win some awesome prizes, including tickets to your favorite local teams and a branded Tullamore Dew cooler. Tullamore Dew, the original triple blend Irish whiskey, must be 21 or over. Theo Dorsey, he is a man of passion. Theo Dorsey, he knows romance, he knows fantasy football, and he's here to make you feel something. Time now for Theo Dorsey to fulfill your football fantasies. You know, while Ken drives Kia, I want you this weekend for fantasy football to ride Ford. Jerome Ford, that is. (laughs) Running back Cleveland Browns. I know what you're thinking. They just lost their quarterback. The offense will be bad. No. Jerome Ford has put up epic numbers week in and week out since Nick Chubb went down. You lose the Chubb, you go with Ford. And Ford has been making a way. Double-digit points, week in, week out, touchdown here, reception here. I mean, who needs a quarterback? Who needs Kareem Hunt? The Browns know who to go to. Kareem Hunt, he, he needs the blue pill to get up for you. Jerome Ford, he's young, energetic, vibrant, pass catching back, a touchdown machine. Start Jerome Ford, trade for Jerome Ford. People are down on him right now. And Jerome Ford, he's going to get you through that finish line as we approach the fantasy football playoff. Again, Ken drives Kia, but you need to ride Ford. Ooh, man. Going to need a break after the show. Ooh, baby. That was a good bar. Uh, Lose a chub. Get in the four. That, uh, oh, yeah. It's going to be part of his Hall of Fame reel down the road. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, by the way, credit to Theo's fiance for waking him up with yes. the ring doorbell camera today. Oh, my gosh. So, he showed move. up to an event at Benjamin High School. From her bachelorette, bachelorette party weekend, too. <laughs> yes, he's on her bachelorette party. Yeah. Theo's Thank you, a lucky Ashley. man. I love you. He is a lucky, lucky man. <laughs> hey, go FAU tomorrow. Uh, go Canes tomorrow. Go Dolphins on Sunday. It's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a safe weekend. Bye-bye. Just wanted to let you know, Jesus loves you, too, buddy.